Cashflow Ninja, episode 203 with Jeff Berwick. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello Cashflow Ninjas, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a very interesting episode for you. Joining me again on the show is returning guest Jeff Berwick to talk about why the crypto evolution has only begun. It's great to have Jeff back on. He's always shooting from the hip, controversial, interesting, and always forcing me to take a look at a lot of different topics and concepts in a different way. Jeff Berwick's newsletter at the Dollar Vigilante is an extremely interesting and informative read, uh, breaking down the economy and markets, geopolitics and trends, uh, investment opportunities in commodities and stocks, and of course, the crypto and blockchain space where I have not seen Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies covered like this anywhere else. It's not a surprise that it's one of the fastest growing financial newsletters in the world currently. Jeff has been on top of everything happening in this space, uh, and I'm really excited to talk to him about what's happening with Bitcoin, the crypto space in general, and what blockchain opportunities are out there and emerging. If you've not looked into Bitcoin, Jeff has created a free video series that you can access at cashflowninja.com forward slash TDV, the acronym for the dollar vigilante. Jeff was a guest on episode 27 when Bitcoin was around $200. And at the time of recording, it's fluctuating around 4000 Jeff is an anarcho-capitalist, libertarian, and freedom fighter against mankind's two biggest enemies, the state and central banks. Jeff is the founder of the dollar vigilante, CEO of TDV Media and Services, and the host of the popular video podcast, Anarchost. Jeff is a prominent speaker. Speaker at many of the world's freedom, investment, and gold conferences, including his own Anarchopoco, and is also featured regularly in the media, including CNBC, Bloomberg, and Fox Business. If you like this episode and want to hear more, wait for it. There's more of my conversation with Jeff Berwick and myself on my YouTube channel that you can access at cashflowninja.com forward slash YouTube. Uh, I'm currently building out my YouTube channel and others, so check out the exclusive YouTube content there. And here's a teaser for you. Jeff shares in the exclusive YouTube content what is going on with the economy and markets and why you need to take your money out of the bank right now. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja to 44222. To ensure that you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. You can support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you do become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page where 
previous guests connect with listeners and you get to access a community of people that are on the same journey as you are, where you can network, share information and ideas, and possibly find a partner for your next business and deal. When you do become a patron, I will also send you a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron at CashflowNinja.com forward slash support. My friend Dave Zook says you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for higher yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at Mahogany Bay Village in Belize or investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the U.S., visit CashflowNinja.com forward slash real asset investor. Gelt Inc. is a multifamily syndicator which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Gelt provides its investors with significant cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. You can reach out to Joss Satin at joss at geltinc.com to learn more. Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start and how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at joinopsproperties.com. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRAs within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches, you have to watch the private lending presentation at CashflowNinja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. With me is Jeff Berwick from the Dollar Vigilante back on the Cashflow Ninja show. Jeff, welcome to the show. That's good to be back. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you back on. Jeff, for some of my listeners out there that's not familiar with Jeff Berwick and the Dollar Vigilante, and of course, uh, that fantastic podcast, Anarchist, can you just give them a little bit about your background and your journey? Uh, sure, yeah. I'm uh, from Canada originally, and I uh, I started up Canada's largest financial website, StockS.com, in 1993, uh, and it ended up growing. It's still the top financial website in Canada. And uh, it, uh, it reached a total of about $240 million market capitalization by the year 2000. And then the tech bubble burst. Uh, and right after that, within a year or two, it was worth almost nothing. So I, I lost almost everything. I ended up buying a sailboat and traveling around the world and uh, sank the sailboat in El Salvador and kept going to about 100 different countries. And as I was going, I, I realized that uh, pretty much everything they say in the media isn't true at all. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then I began reading up on things like Austrian economics, which taught me how that bubble happened, the tech bubble, what what caused it, which were the central banks, uh, and things like that. And that's when I decided around 2007, 2008, after that financial crisis, which I saw coming and I said was going to happen because of what I knew about the about Austrian economics, uh, I decided to. 
uh, start up something called the Dollar Vigilante, which I began in 2009 and officially launched in 2010. And the whole approach of the Dollar Vigilante is to uh, help people to survive and prosper during and after the U.S. dollar collapse, which I said in 2010 would probably happen within the decade, so by 2020. Uh, and uh, it's on track right now to happen uh, as uh, things are, are uh are going along right now. And, um, and that's, so that's basically what I've been doing. I continue to do to this day. Yeah, no. And I'm very excited to jump into a lot of different topics because as you and I uh, discussed before we jumped onto this recording, there's so many things happening right now and so many things to talk about. What I like about uh, what you're doing too, Jeff, is you're always on the move. There's boots on the ground. You actually go out and talk to people, gather information. Uh, and the Dollar Vigilante newsletter is just jam-packed with everything from a broad overview on economics, what's going on in markets, and so forth, and what you've picked up during your travels. Now, I'm in the ex- exquisite and exotic location in Newtown, Pennsylvania. Where do you find yourself uh, right now as we're having this conversation? I'm actually in a place uh, called Belgrade, Serbia, uh, one of the many places that the U.S. terrorist organization and the North Atlantic terrorist organization, NATO, have bombed in the last few decades. Uh, and uh, the reason I'm here, though, is because I'm meeting with a number of people for the new country called Lieberland, uh, which is run by a number of anarcho-capitalists, and including the president, Vitjedlika. Uh, and it's in between Serbia and Croatia. And uh, it's both a, it's sort of a... a not really a disputed land. It's it's a piece of land that isn't claimed by either country. And for for sort of technical international reasons, neither of them can claim it or they'll in fact end up at war with each other. So they've just left this parcel of land, which I forget how big it is. It's about seven square miles or something like that, uh, about the size of maybe Hong Kong or something like that, which is what we have in mind. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, someone, a narco-capitalist, went and planted a, a black and yellow flag as I, I wear on my lapel here. I'm actually an ambassador for the country. And uh, so we're here uh, uh, working on getting that country recognized and, and developing the country. And it's it's actually going phenomenally well. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what are some of the developments there? Because I saw that you guys met out there and uh, there's a fascinating story and interesting developments. What's the latest with Lieberland? Uh, there's so much stuff going on. Uh, uh, it's There's a number of countries right now that are generally uh, looking at accepting it or recognizing it. And that's a big yeah. part of it becoming a, a country. Uh, Serbia seems to have no problem at all with it. That's why we're actually meeting a lot of the times here in Serbia. Uh, the Serbs uh, in general actually support it. Uh, the Croatians, not as much. The Croatians have been causing it a fair amount of problems. They used to put a police right on the border, and they wouldn't allow people to go on to the Liberland land, which is actually against uh, international law, what they were doing. Uh, but, uh, of course, we know all these laws don't really need anything anyway. Uh, it's, you know, do whatever you want. Uh, whoever has the most guns wins, basically. Uh, but uh, in, in recent months, Croatia's even sort of backed off quite a bit. Uh, and we've seen a number of countries. There's countries including even Guatemala and a number of decent-sized countries who uh, uh, have all uh, begun the process of recognizing Lieberland. And uh, there, Lieberland actually has embassies in dozens of countries across the world already. Uh, it has already gotten uh, over a half a million people have applied to be citizen uh, for, of the country. Uh, it's already got billions of dollars that have been uh, what you would call sort of pledged. If uh, it, Once they reach certain uh, points of becoming a country, uh, they will receive billions of dollars of investments. Uh, people want to move in here because, of course, it's going to be an anarcho-capitalist type country, which means taxation is fully voluntary. So you don't, there's no taxes 
unless you want to. And the taxation system, voluntary taxation system, is set up in such a way that it's sort of like getting credits or getting sort of like a, a bonus points or respect points. Uh, so when you're doing certain things, if you have more of those sort of uh, credits, uh, you might have a, a more opportunities to do certain things and things like that. So it's set up very anarcho-capitalist style. Uh, and uh, it really, this area could, if it continues to go, it, uh, it could turn into a, a sort of a European version of Hong Kong uh, very quickly overnight. No, fascinating. And I'm excited to watch the developments there and, and see how that experiment plays out. I know that there's a lot of folks very interested. One thing that you do talk about consistently is you point out the faults uh, and, and very controversial. So in the existing uh, system uh, that is collapsing, but showing people how they can not only uh, survive, uh, maintain their purchasing power in their assets, but also profit in really, really, truly unsystem, uh, uncertain times when the systems are coming down. And one of that uh, tying into what you talk about a lot and one of the leading guys out there is the crypto space. And that has been uh, quite an interesting space. So let's start with, with Bitcoin uh, we just had the fork. What is going on with Bitcoin? Uh, what happened with the fork? Some of my listeners might not 100% be sure with the fork. And what were some of your ta- your views on, on that overall process? Yeah, well, Bitcoin's uh, very well. It's at all-time highs as we speak. It's near $3,500 right now. Um, it went through a... A bit of a process over the last few weeks that's a little bit technical, and most of your average Bitcoin users don't need to know too much about it. But essentially what happened was Bitcoin's become so popular over the last few years and become uh, the usage of it has become so much that it actually really slowed down the entire Bitcoin network. And it became quite slow and became fairly expensive to use, which are not two trademarks of what's so great about Bitcoin. Bitcoin's supposed to be great because it's really fast and really cheap. Uh, but because it was used so much, uh, it's become so massively used across the world. China has really caught on to it with that massive market. So uh, the it's actually not the hardware so much that needed to be improved. It's the software. The software was set up in a way that it was not expecting that amount of traffic at this point. Uh, and uh, it got that amount. And so it become essentially what happened, they call it the, the blocks got filled. So it, it used what you call one megabit or one megabyte blocks. And they were just becoming filled with data and it became backlogged at one point. So over the last few months, there's been this sort of a discussion in the Bitcoin community of how to increase uh, the speed and efficiency of the Bitcoin market. And it became two sort of uh, ways that uh, people agreed upon. One was called SegWit. Uh, which takes some of the transactions and, and does it off the blockchain. And one's just increasing the size of the block, which from one megabit to two or even eight megabit, which is what they decided upon. Uh, but both sides couldn't agree on it. And it is a very free market. Bitcoin's not controlled by anyone. That's a beautiful thing. So you can basically have different factions say, okay, I'm leaving this. I'm starting my own. And that's what happens. We ended up with two Bitcoins now. So sort of the traditional Bitcoin still exists. And they're moving towards something called SegWit. And we're going to see how well that works over the next few months. And then the other group that has left, they decided they're going to make an 8 megabit Bitcoin. And they've called that Bitcoin Cash. And that's already launched. And that launched on August 1st. So if you're holding Bitcoin on August 1st and you're holding it with your private keys, so it wasn't held at an exchange or anything like that, if you held it yourself, uh, you actually ended up with Bitcoin Cash because it just essentially forked and you ended up with one of each. Um, and so most people today will have uh, one of each if they had Bitcoin a few weeks ago. 
And uh, Bitcoin Cash is doing actually fairly well. It's trading at over $300 right now, so about one-tenth of the price of Bitcoin. Uh, and uh, there's going to be a lot of speculation over the next few months to see which one does a better job of handling the speed and efficiency and cost of Bitcoin. And whichever one does will actually improve over the other one. So if Bitcoin, traditional Bitcoin is still much slower than Bitcoin Cash, we'll see Bitcoin Cash become much bigger while Bitcoin, the old Bitcoin will go down in value as people move over to the other one. So and vice versa, if Bitcoin, a standard Bitcoin does really well and Bitcoin Cash has some sort of problems, then we'll see Bitcoin Cash go down in price and Bitcoin will do well. Um, but like I said, most people in Bitcoin before August 1st own both of them anyway. So there's really not much risk to those people. Uh, to those who don't uh, and they're wondering which one to buy, uh, it's really interesting times right now and you should be paying attention. That's one reason to subscribe to our newsletter because not many other newsletters or financial analysts out there cover this space at all. In fact, there's very, very few. And I've been covering it since 2011 when Bitcoin was at $3. So uh, we really cover it well. And uh, and there is a lot to pay attention to if you want to speculate or invest in the space because things are literally changing every day. No, and I have to say your coverage, for instance, just in the newsletter, it's just fascinating of uh, existing coins too. Monero was one that you guys just that uh, covered really, really well. And Dash as well. And I've had uh, Amanda B. Johnson on the show just just talking about Dash and the things going on with Dash. Uh, and then, of course, we, we have the technology or the platform of Ethereum that uh, is kind of just exploded in the space as well. What I found really interesting is you've you've covered – uh, quite a, a a new coin, an ICO uh, of EOS, of uh, the similarities and some of the problems that Ethereum might have that this might be able to alleviate and, and fix. Can you talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with EOS and, uh, and, and Ethereum? Sure. Uh, it basically started, I, I began covering Ethereum at $2 in 2016 and recommended it to our subscribers at that time. I've actually known uh, Vitalik Buterin and uh, Anthony uh, DiOrio, the people who started Ethereum uh, years ago. I knew them before they even started Ethereum, so I've been following their progress. And when Ethereum hit $400, I said that went up too high too fast, in my opinion. It was just too much because it went from $2 when I first started covering it about a year and a half ago to $400 within a year and a half. So that was pretty big. It also has a number of problems that aren't totally all fixed at all in any way. Uh, so just like anything, it's very new. It's going to have problems. And so I pointed that out and I said, listen, Ethereum still got some pretty big problems. Uh, it's gone up a lot. And so at around $400, I suggested to people to sell some. And uh, right after that, it went down to about $150. It's now around $200, maybe $250 today. Uh, and then I found out that Dan Larimer, who I'm a big fan of, I consider him to be one of the top geniuses in the blockchain space. Uh, I, I was a big fan of his work at Steam and still am today. And then I found out that he was starting sort of what he, or what I would call a Ethereum sort of uh, competitor or even an Ethereum killer, uh, something that really takes the concept of what Ethereum does and improves on a lot of it uh, and in, in very ingenious ways, as, as Dan Larimer would do. And so just based on that alone and not based on too much other highly technical things, I just told my subscribers, I said, okay, listen, I just found out that Dan Larimer, who's one of the top guys right up there with Vitalik, is just coming out with his new thing that's going to compete with Ethereum. It's called EOS or EOS. Uh, and just based on that alone, and based on the fact that it was only trading at around, uh, I think it was, I forget the exact price, uh, 50 or something. Yeah, it was around a buck 30 when I recommended it. 
think it's around a buck ninety right now. And so it's quite small compared to Ethereum. Just based on that alone, I said, hey, here's a lottery ticket. Just buy this. This EOS is going to take about a year to fully develop anyway. So this is going to, it's not going to be overnight or anything like that. But if it's right, and if Dan Larimer is right, and this can actually be an Ethereum killer, then this will go up 50 times in price or more in the next year or two. So why not buy a little bit? And so just based on that alone, I recommended it to subscribers. And uh, since that point in time, it's become kind of a bit of a, uh, a war, like a turf war between Vitalik and Dan Larimer. And they're going back and forth on Twitter, really uh, battling it out, sort of like a rap battle, but uh, it's like a currency <laughs> battle. And it's been really fun to watch because these are two geniuses that are really duking it out about which of their ideas are better. And, and of course, that's great. That's what I like as a free market guy, seeing this, these sort of battles happen out in the free market. No, absolutely. And what I found fascinating was uh, on Steemit, the social decentralized social media uh, with, with Dan was involved with, apparently the, uh, some of the volume just of the blockchain between is it Bit, Bitfinex and Steemit have some of the combined, some of the highest volume, higher than any other uh, crypto uh, play that's out there? Actually, I wasn't aware of that. I do know that Steam is quite interesting, though. In the, it's the same sort of as EOS that Dan has this concept that uh, it can do massive amounts of transactions for basically free. There's no cost, unlike Bitcoin with Bitcoin mining. You need miners, and the miners always take a piece. Uh, that's yeah. sort of Dan's sort of forte is creating these systems that can do – that was the thing with Bitcoin. It can only handle like a few hundred or a few dozen transactions a second or something like that. It was really, really small. That's That was the whole case before the fork was increasing that amount. Uh, plus, there's also miners' fees, and, and before Bitcoin increased its uh, had this fork, it, you were getting up to it was getting quite expensive to transfer Bitcoin, which of course uh, is not good because that's one of the real benefits it has over the traditional banking system. But Dan uh, developed systems that can handle literally tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions. I'm not sure of the exact numbers, but massive amounts of transactions, and for no cost. Uh, so that's what he's done with Steam, and uh, that's what he's doing with EOS, which is so fascinating. Uh, and uh, so it wouldn't surprise me to hear if Steam does do a massive amount of, of transaction volume because it can handle that volume. Yeah, no, and, and that's not confirmed. That I think someone was mentioning between the two. So it's very, very interesting. And for listeners out there that um, are interested, I would just recommend, you know, Jeff was – uh, on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, I think and at that stage, Bitcoin was around in the 200s. He was talking about Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies. He's been ahead of, of everyone on, on all of this. Uh, and even if you're still ske- skeptical, I would start with Steemit. It doesn't cost you anything. You can go in, you can check it out. You can learn a little bit about the technology. Um, I think, and that's a great place uh, for people once they see, oh, you know, there's an upvote. It's completely decentralized. There's no uh, demonetization of YouTube videos or, you know, uh, algorithms or Facebook and Google and so forth. It's purely your content and where people re- resonate with you and you earn a little bit of money and you kind of learn the, the currency and the different plays. I think that could kind of be a, a really a jump start and to see how this technology side of it uh, truly works. On the other side, of course, for me personally, the one thing that I found uh, fascinating about Bitcoin is people truly started to question what money is. Uh, and that's a question that I went through years ago when I picked up uh, G-, G. Edward Griffin's book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, where I said, you know, this is kind of ridiculous where people get in their cars, they drive for an hour and a half commute every day, they sit in a cubicle for eight to nine hours and have a boss yell at them, they commute back to work for money, but 
They don't know what what is money and what's the purpose of money and where does money come from and who controls money. So uh, absolutely fascinating stuff, Jeff. Um, and the other thing that I would also recommend is uh, newsletter subscribers because uh, I get this question a lot. Well, where do I start with Bitcoin? Can you share a little bit about the you you you've got a four video webinar available for folks to kind of uh, dip their toe in the water and then also for subscribers, you also wrote uh, quite a, a really really good just a piece and an ebook. On, on Bitcoin basics. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned we have a four video tutorial. Uh, that's for free. So for, for people who are really just sort of, they don't know much at all about Bitcoin. They really want to get their toe in the water and just learn about it. I've done a free four video uh, tutorial or webinar on it and uh, you can get access to that. Just go to vigilante.com slash bank B A N K uh, because we talk about it as Bitcoin being your own private bank. Uh, and uh, if you accept our offer at the very end of it, we'll actually send you your first $50 worth of Bitcoin directly from my wallet. So if, you, if you're like, oh, how do I even get my first Bitcoin? I want to learn about it. I want to get my first Bitcoin. Definitely check that out, dollarvigilante.com slash bank. And you brought up, we also, I wrote a book called Bitcoin Basics. That's for free to subscribers of the Dollar Vigilante. We also have another book for free. It's called The Book of Satoshi, which is an excellent book, which is actually all the writings of uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin, uh, before and during his launch of Bitcoin. And it's all laid out in a way that's easily understandable. I actually wrote the foreword to that book. Uh, it's written by Phil Champagne. And that actually is available as well, free to subscribers of the Dollar Vigilante. So if you sign up to become a subscriber which is quite cheap uh, and uh, you just go to dollarvigilante.com slash subscribe uh, you'll get access to the book of Sets, uh, Satoshi uh, Bitcoin Basics and of course our newsletter which comes out every couple of weeks with packed with massive amounts of information on not only the cryptocurrency space but uh, gold silver precious metals stocks uh, all kinds of ways to survive and prosper during and after the dollar collapse which of course is our, our complete focus at the dollar vigilante you're listening to Jeff Berwick on the Cashflow Ninja Podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. Are you on track to achieve your financial goals? Income-producing real estate is the most historically proven way to accumulate wealth and has created more financial freedom than any other means. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best turnkey cash flow rental properties. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly income. Get your free strategy session with our knowledgeable investment counselors at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to Jeff Berwick on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. Jeff, to finish off our conversation on cryptos, uh, you were there in the beginning of the internet, which uh, I always get a chuckle of your story when, you know, in what was it, 1994 or 1995, you were telling people, no, you need a website. And people didn't even know what a website was. Where do you see, uh, are we at right now as for, from the crypto space in that cycle? And what is, uh, what do you see for the rest of uh, 2017 in the crypto space? Yeah, I was around for the start of the internet. So uh, this is like sort of reliving it to me in, in some ways. It's almost the exact same. Uh, so I remember, as, as you know, I started an internet company in 1993 and I'd, I'd go around to companies and I'd say, hey, you need a website. And they'd go, what's a website? And I'd be like, well, it's on the internet. And they'd be like, what's the internet? And that's really where Bitcoin was about two or three years ago. Uh, it was really at that level that just people had no idea what it was. It's progressed since then. So I compare where we are now compared to the tech stocks in the 90s. I say we're around 1997, maybe even 1998 right now. It's progressed quite a bit. 
Uh, so people are starting, like some people are starting to get email. Some people are starting to understand what it's all about. Some people are using the internet for to look up a few things on a few websites. Uh, that's sort of where Bitcoin's at right now. People are just getting into it. They're just starting to understand it. Uh, but there's still a massive amount of people still aren't on it and don't understand it. And the great thing about Bitcoin is, or, or any sort of market, but Bitcoin is, uh, as more and more people start to use it, that will increase the demand of it. And just like any market, as market demand increases, the price of uh, Bitcoin will increase. So, uh, you know, you can sort of estimate right now. I just estimate off the top of my head, there's definitely less than 1% of people in the world use Bitcoin today. I'd probably guess, if I had to guess, I'd say it's 0.001%. Um, I'm sure someone out there has probably done some sort of math on it, but that it's, it's almost nothing, basically. People who actually use it, uh, especially use it on a regular basis, but even use it at all or if ever used it in any way. Uh, so if that goes up to 1% or if that goes to 5%, and it could go up to 100% at one point, uh, you know, it is the best. It's a true evolution in money and banking. It's so much better in every way than our current money money and banking system. So as more people get uh, um, hear about it, they're just going to start using it. And as they start to use it, they're going to say, why would I ever use a bank again? This is absolutely a terrible um it costs too much. Uh, I have to wait. The bank's closed on the weekends. Uh, if I want to send money to China there's or even somewhere else, they, they have all these questions. With Bitcoin, I just press a button and it's gone and almost nothing and it's almost uh, instantaneous and no one can stop it. Uh, so we're going to just continue to see this uptake of people using it. Now, over time, of course, there's going to be possibly problems with Bitcoin. We just saw one with the Bitcoin fork. Uh, we're going to see other competitors coming in. They might compete with Bitcoin. So it's, it's not like Bitcoin for sure is going to be, you know, at a million dollars of Bitcoin in 10 years. It might not even exist in 10 years. Maybe something else uh, better will have come along and will have taken over the space. Uh, maybe the, some sort of hack will have happened that we weren't expecting, uh, things like that. Uh, so there's a level of risk involved in it. So don't put all of your money into Bitcoin, but begin to start using it. Absolutely. You'll be ahead of the crowd. It'd be like starting to use the Internet and email in 1995. You'll just be ahead of the crowd. So when everyone else starts using it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know all about that. And the benefit is, as I pointed out, as more people start using it, the value of it keeps going up. So uh, you'll be ahead of the crowd by getting into it now. So it definitely isn't too late. I've heard this from a lot of people, especially because I've been talking about Bitcoin since it was $3 in 2011. So we're up 100,000% at this point. I'd say, oh, I really missed that boat. In yeah. actuality, you have uh, it's still very, very early. Uh, it would have been better, of course, if you learned about it five or six years ago. Uh, but uh, you're still very early in the curve. So definitely look into it. And, and as I say, once people start using it, they just get it. Uh, it's just so uh, – once you feel the power of having control of your own money – and how easily you can send it to other people, it just puts a light bulb off in your head. And that's exactly what it did for me in 2011. As soon as I got my first Bitcoin, as soon as I sent it to someone, I just went, this changes everything. I, I need to know everything about this because this is going to change the world. And I think a lot of other people will find the same thing once they just start using it. So I just recommend just start using it. And the, the easiest way, just check out our our webinar at dollarvigilante.com slash bank. And we'll even send you your first $50 worth of Bitcoin if you accept our offer at the end of it. So there you go. You'd be off and running after that point. No, and, and I recently traveled back to, back to South Africa and 
I just looked at the amount of uh, cell phones that are out there and people utilizing their cell phones uh, and banking online, for instance, in that way. And it just struck me uh, just looking at this, you know, the opportunity, <laughs> you know, because Africa is, you know, people, that's always the last place that people think about that's going to catch on to. But they've already had similar, uh, not, not technologies, but I mean, they, they've already used to for paying for things. I, I believe Kenya has got a certain system too, where they transfer over cell phones and can pay for certain goods and services. So that's already, there's already similar things been done uh, as far as goods and, and services being exchanged. So Bitcoin just only makes natural sense. And once that continent catches on, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, quite remarkable because um, politically it's very unstable, the entire continent. And I think that a lot of the people living there are just getting sick and tired of people destroying uh, the value of their savings and uh, having so much control over their currency. So it's an automatic fit, uh, I saw, just for all, all of the folks in, in, in Africa. Jeff, um, one of the things that you do very, very well, and that's why I love following you, and I've had uh, many other folks on that uh, that you've brought into one of your conferences at Anarchapoco. I've had Tone Vays on the show, Amanda B. Johnson, uh, G. Edward Griffin. You always challenge my thinking, uh, always bring up uh, and share new ideas, and you do the, you bring people into this conference doing remarkable things and doing the same thing. Can you share a little bit more information about uh, this conference at Anarchapoco that you guys are having? I believe this is your fourth one as well. Yeah, it is. It's our fourth uh, conference coming up on February 15th, 18th in uh, 2018. It's held in Acapulco, Mexico. And uh, the reason uh, I started it was there was really no conference out there for true free market uh, people. Uh, uh, so I went to things like Freedom Fest in, in Las Vegas. But it's it's a lot of people who believe in government still. They believe in the state and min- they're minarchists or constitutionalists and all these sort of things. But there's this very growing amount of people who have, have woken up that government is an unnecessary evil. It's, there's absolutely nothing good about it. Uh, and that we need to create systems and solutions that make government obvious. So uh, I started up uh, what's called Anarcapoco in Acapulco, Mexico in uh, about four years ago. And uh, it was very small to begin with, but it, it doubles in size about every year. And we have just some of the smartest, best free market thinkers uh, come every year to speak at it. You pointed out G. Edward Griffin. He'll be coming back in 2018. Uh, Jeffrey Tucker, Larkin Rose. Um, Adam Kokesh, uh, it just goes on and on. We literally have dozens and dozens of the best speakers. And of course, many of them are quite interested in things like cryptocurrencies as well. So we, it's actually a four day conference, but on the fourth day, we actually call it CryptoPoco and it's just an entire day based on blockchain, uh, cryptocurrencies and things like that, where we have people like Dan Larimer of Steam's going to be, and EOS is going to be speaking at it. Uh, Tone Vase usually speaks at it. We, uh, Trace Mayer, Roger Beer, the Bitcoin Jesus, all the top sort of crypto currency people as well and on top of that we even at the after that have a full day of the dollar vigilante we call it our internationalization and investment summit which is purely focused on investment and things like that which happens the day after crypto poco so if you're interested in the cryptocurrencies and investment you can just come for that portion if you're interested in more of the philosophy of freedom and, and that sort of a thing you can come for just an Poco, or you can come for the entire thing the entire thing lasts nearly entire week in in february and uh, we're expecting probably close to a thousand people coming this year, uh, and uh, and uh, so yeah, it's just fantastic. It's on the beach in one of the freest uh, cities and countries in the world, uh, Acapulco, Mexico. There's really no real rules or laws, or, or the government's not really involved in anything down there, which is great. Um, and uh, 
you know, it's beautiful. Acapulco is one of the most beautiful places in the world. So February on the beach in Acapulco with a lot of freedom minded people talking about cryptocurrencies, how to change the world, how to get rid of government, all in peaceful ways, by the way. Uh, just make the government obsolete through things like uh, Bitcoin and things like that. And um, and so, yeah, it's a fantastic event. And uh, we invite everyone uh, who's interested in that to come on down. Yeah, t- truly fascinating. A lot of extremely interesting folks that, that will change your paradigm, the way that you think, uh, your understanding and what you seem to be understanding or your understanding is of freedom. And of course, as you mentioned, Jeff, people that are on the front line of this changing and evolving uh, crypto space, uh, truly working on some fascinating stuff. So I uh, highly recommend you check out uh, that website. Jeff, can you just uh, give your website again for where folks can reach you at the Dollar Vigilante and then also the uh, the conference at Anarchapoco? Sure. It's just dollarvigilante.com is our website. Uh, we put out a video almost every day on YouTube. Just uh, type in the Dollar Vigilante on YouTube and you'll find it. And for the conference, it's called Anarchapoco. It's kind of hard to spell, uh, but if you type it into Google, you'll probably find it. Uh, but it's A-N-A-R-C-H-A-P-U-L-C-O.com. Perfect. I will put all those links uh, in the show notes at cashflowninja.com. Jeff, thank you so much for coming back on the show. This has been a blast having you on again. Uh, thank you so much for providing so much value for my listeners and viewer, viewers out there around the economy markets, the crypto space, uh, and look forward to, to staying in touch and connecting again. It's my pleasure. Thank you. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Alhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Thank you for joining my guest, Jeff Berwick, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. You can get access to Jeff Berwick's free Bitcoin course at cashflowninja.com forward slash TDV. That's cashflowninja.com forward slash TDV. Many listeners here have taken action and received a personalized game plan of how to collapse time in their financial plan and become financially free in 10 years or less. If you're interested in a personalized game plan and a custom roadmap to achieve financial freedom in 10 years or less, you can register for a free webinar at cashflowtactics.com forward slash ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gashku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at CashflowNinja.com or text CashflowNinja to 44222. You can also support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you do become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page and that awesome Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron at CashflowNinja.com forward slash support. 
Geld Inc. is a multifamily owner, which has acquired over 6,700 apartment units valued at over $1 billion through a private equity syndication model. Banking on the renter revolution amongst millennials and baby boomers, all-time low home ownership rates, and a major shortage of well-located apartments at affordable price points, Gelt has provided its investors with consistent cash-on-cash returns while maintaining and enhancing equity invested for the long term. For more information on how to achieve sustainable yield for the long term, you can email Josh Satin at josh at geltinc.com. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrending activity of ATM use. If you're an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at CashflowNinja.com forward slash Real Asset Investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. If you want to create an income stream of 8% on your cash or money in your self-directed IRA within 90 days in real estate without finding the property, fixing it up, finding a tenant, and all the other management headaches that comes along with it, you have to watch the private lending presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning in the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 